Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this young lady on. She's a director. She's a producer. She's a movie maker. She does the podcast along with her husband, Dinesh. It's Debbie D'Souza. Debbie, how are you? Good to see you. Hi, Joe. It's been a while. It has. It's been since <laughs> since uh, 2000 Mules. We saw each other there at the premiere at Mar-a-Lago. And That's... who knew that the FBI was honing in soon after that? Was that crazy or what? We were just there. I had no idea. And your mom, oh my goodness. She, she loved you guys. Beautiful. Oh, she's beautiful. <laughs> it was her birthday. It was a big one. It was a big round birthday. I don't know if I should say what the birthday was. But uh, I said, Mom, do you want to go to Mar-a-Lago with me? Because uh, you're, actually Danielle uh, invited me. And, and she said, should I, I can't go there. And she looked oh, so what? pretty. She got all dressed up. She loved you and Dinesh. It was just absolutely wonderful to be there. Thank you for having me there, by the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's get into 2000 Mules quickly. Again, co-director, co-producer. This was an amazing movie. It's above reproach. And it's funny because so many people are trying to shoot holes in what it was that was found out factually through geotracking and through video surveillance of these Zuckerberg drop boxes. We know that there was something afoot. We know there was something really bad going on, and we know that we probably don't really have the appropriate results in as many as five different states from two th- from 2020 in that election. So the pushback has happened. They've tried to debunk it. They really can't, um, yet it's still being squelched on social media. The big media never talked about the movie. Do you feel vindicated because they really can't shoot holes in it? How do you feel about it now, several months later that it's been out? Well, let, let me just tell you, it's it's very upsetting that all of this evidence came out and our side, the GOP establishment, doesn't want to touch it. They just don't want to touch it. I don't know if it's because if they see it, they can't unsee it, but they, they really don't want to touch it. But the other issue is that in those five, five states, yeah. right, in those counties, those are all blue counties. Do you really think that the cheaters are gonna want to investigate themselves. Nope. No. So that is the other issue with, with the whole thing, is that we don't have the DAs, we don't have the sheriffs in those counties that count. So, so, so you what, actually think the Republicans are using plausible deniability by not, I didn't see it, I can't comment on it. Really, I that's what they're not. doing? I think so, because we don't have, you know, it would be really great if we had everyone, right? McConnell, everyone. Uh, on our side, but they refuse to comment about it. Um, they, they haven't reached out to us in any way. Yeah. Of course, you know, I don't even want to talk about Liz Cheney. Oh, it's been debunked. Oh, the my gosh. Oh. And, and you know what you, you know what the debunk is, Debbie? Well, you know what the debunk allegedly is, that geo uh-huh. geotracking is not that exacting, which, uh-huh. is, which is BS. Even John Roberts, the Supreme Court Chief Justice, said, I believe in 18, that geotracking is, in fact, so good that the government can't use it because of the Fourth Amendment, because of surveilling you know, Americans without a warrant. So they were sort of using it, and then uh-huh. Robert said, no, 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 this is too exacting. You cannot surveil somebody, and geotracking is just that good. I mean, in the movie, they actually led to a couple of suspects in a murder yes. in Atlanta. That's how good this is. So that, that debunk wasn't a debunk. That was just garbage. Yes, and they in, in many murders, not just those two, right. but in many murders, they have used that. In fact, that jogger, Eliza... The, I don't remember her last name that that was murdered in Memphis not right. too long ago. Right. The teacher. Geo, right. Yeah. Yeah. They geotracked her murderer. Wow. And so, you know, it, it's used continuously in murders. Um, they use that excuse that they, oh, it's not exact. Yes, it is. Plus, you know what? It was the 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 statistics, you know, just 
time after time after time always say that the way they catch people is through their cell phone. Debbie, they use they use geo tracking to find out who was at the Capitol on January sixth. Absolutely, come on. Absolutely, they know. And furthermore, they know that they actually went into the Capitol, not just outside the Capitol, but they actually went in the building. So if it wasn't accurate, you tell me, Joe, how would they know they went inside the building? It's only accurate when they use it. It's not accurate when we use it. I guess oh, I guess that's the bottom so line. The oh, science yeah. changes. Absolutely. And the other thing, oh, you know those gloves. It was in the wintertime. They had gloves. Okay, Come who on, wears man. latex gloves in the wintertime, first of all? And the other thing, oh, if there was COVID, well, why would they take them off? You know right. I mean? That's right. It's, just, it's crazy. <laughs> All of the things that they, they took to them off and threw them away in a garbage pail they knew was absolutely, there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then some are saying, oh, well, you know, you only have one video of this guy. Well, only have one video of that guy because there was only one video camera. Uh, but you have that guy, that same guy with that same GeoTrack phone at that Dropbox. And then that same guy goes to ten other drop boxes right. or nine right. other because no, no, but the, le- the left said he could have been he could have been visiting his grandmother. Oh, or, <laughs> or he could have been he could have been depositing his two you know two thousand right. members for his family members, right? <laughs> Debbie, it doesn't make any sense. That's why I love that that you're above reproach when it comes to this. Anytime somebody challenges me on any social media, you'll see me respond. I say, 2,000 mules. Let me know what you think after you watch it. It's Debbie D'Souza, co-director, producer, 2,000 mules. Also does a podcast with Dinesh. And you're from Venezuela. That's something that we haven't mentioned yet, but you and I have talked about this a million times on my show, and you still have family there. So suddenly we're seeing a wave of illegal aliens coming from Venezuela, from, um, from Nicaragua, and from Cuba. And this administration is pretending like it's not really an open border problem. The problem is they're really escaping uh, communism and they're really escaping, you know, persecution and so on. You and I have talked at length about this. Yes, Maduro's a bad guy, maybe worse than Chavez. He's a really bad guy. They're, They're eating their dogs in Venezuela. People are being killed waiting in food lines. So you really are getting away from something really bad. But if we had a, a closed border, people could apply to get out of that country from the first country they hit. They don't have to walk all the way through forests and lakes and rivers and, and countries to get here. There is a process to do so when you're, when you're facing persecution and prosecution. Do you believe, and I want you to tell me what your cousin says in a bit, but do you believe that the people of Venezuela are trying to get out because they think Biden's there to save them? 100% correct. <laughs> yes. And um, so we're on the sick. street. Yeah, so we're on the street. My cousin tells, I, we chat, you know, occasionally. Yeah. And uh, the day that, yesterday, as a matter of fact, when you texted me about it, I said, oh, I, I was like, oh my goodness. My cousin just told me the exact reason why these people are fleeing Venezuela. And word on the street is that Joe Biden's administration will give you a job, give you a house, give you a car if you come to the border and get in and seek asylum. This is what these people believe. And this is why they're fleeing. And this is why. Why wouldn't they? Right. As you say, they have they're not. These are people that were once lower middle class, but they no longer can afford to buy a car. They can no longer afford to live in a house. Uh, they have uh, problems finding food. So when they hear about the Biden administration allowing them to come in, all they have to do is get through the border. And many of them are going through through any any porous border site in Texas and many, maybe Arizona. I'm not sure. But um, 
they're gonna they're gonna jump on it. Um, my cousin said that it costs between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars to do it. And so these people are literally selling everything they have just to be able to get the money to flee. And uh, my cousin said that they they're going through this Darien jungle that is that borders Colombia and Panama, and it is extremely dangerous. But they're doing it. They're doing it because they feel like coming to America, they're going to be able to get all the things that they, they're not able to get in Venezuela. Right. And why not if Biden is is welcoming them, right? And, and so, here's the thing, Debbie. You know this better than anybody. They're dying. A lot of them are dying. This is a humanitarian crisis. There are literal rape trees where little girls yeah. and women are raped and the and the cartel members put their panties on the tree yeah. as some sort of a, you know an honor to themselves. It's disgusting. Yeah. People are dying to the point to where they're sending coolers to the border in mass numbers to put the bodies in so how do we stop this other than biden saying hey enough stop right now we want we want to save you want to give you a chance at a better life but you can't do it this way it's too hard on you too hard on your families and it's too hard on our border towns in the united states how how do we do it this is not going to stop if the democrats keep winning elections in fact it's only going to get worse because they want these people not only as future voters and and here's the here's the really interesting thing my cousin thinks that that the Biden administration is the the belongs to the party of freedom and the you know DeSantis Abbott party Are you serious? Party, yes, is like the Chavez regime. Can oh, you believe wow. this? I mean <laughs> Biden is literally mirroring what Chavez did. In every move he makes, taking over, you know, gas and energy industries, taking, I mean, taking over people's food and their, their jobs and the transportation. I mean, he is doing step by step what Chavez did, no? Yes, they, they, exactly. And I told my cousin, I tell him all the time, I'm like, no, 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 they have it backwards. Actually, the Democratic Party is exactly like the party of socialism in Venezuela. They're exactly the same. Stunning. They have they do the same tactics. They divide and conquer exactly the same way through race, through socioeconomic, you name it. They want to divide. And that's what they've done in Venezuela. And unfortunately, the people are so stinking poor down there. I mean, really, really poor. My cousin is making it. He's okay. Uh, Dinesh and I support my aunt, my elderly aunt. She right. is literally, really with our help, she's able to live down there. Um, but I tell you, they think that coming to America is their only chance of, of having a better life. And that's why they do it. And some of them are very, very poor. Others are middle class, but they're still risking their lives coming all the way through Central uh, South and Central America just to just to uh, get a better life. And I mean, Joe, this is this is only going to stop when we stop the Democrats. Yes, uh, it, 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 truth could not be better than that. And that's exactly what it is. And, and I keep hearing these reports from the left you know, media outlets. Well, it's not going to be a blowout for the Republicans after all. The Democrats really have a chance in the midterm. They better not. Everybody watching and listening needs to go and vote. And needs to. I don't care if you're a Democrat. You need to go and vote to tighten our border. We need to go and vote and stop little girls from being raped. We need to go and vote to stop people from dying in the, in the Rio Grande as they try to come over. We need to go and vote to stop Brownsville and Laredo and McAllen and Del Rio from being over overrun by people who darn from there and have no regard for them. It is Debbie D'Souza, um, co-director, also producer, 2000 Mules. Go to 2000mules.com. She has a great podcast with her husband, Dinesh. Um, I've got to ask you about, uh, about prisons because when I was growing up in South Florida, in 1980, there was the Mariel Boatlift. 
Fidel Castro let all of his prisoners out and sent them north 90 miles to Key West. And and we had the Chrome Detention Center where we held them because we had more intelligence of the federal government and said, let's just not release them I- into our society. Is your cousin telling you, do you know, have any information about whether uh, Maduro is releasing prisoners and sending them our way? It looks like he is. Mm. Yes. That's another that's another horrible the problem. Yeah. That's happening. That's that's happening uh, is yes. And uh, and these prisoners are absolutely overjoyed. Right. That of course. Like- you get they're out of prison gonna, and come here? Exactly. They're not going to wreak havoc in Venezuela. They're going to come wreak havoc here. Uh, it's horrific what's happening. I mean, really, really bad. Uh, yes, some of them are families. Some of them are good people. But, you know, there are a few criminals and not to mention uh, uh, criminals from Venezuela, but also Middle Eastern people that are changing yes. their passports and make, you know, a lot of the Middle Eastern people look a little bit Hispanic. Yes. So nobody's asking them questions. Some of these are on terrorist watch lists and they're getting in. Um, it's really bad. And as I said before, the only way we're going to solve this problem is to vote all of these Democrats out of office because they want these people as voters. I, I believe, and you could correct me if I'm wrong here, I believe that we don't share information with Venezuela. So we wouldn't be able to vet these people anyway. It's not like Maduro would say, hey, I just let 2,000 out of our prisons look out for this list of people. We don't, we don't have any idea who they are. And how do we vet them if we have no resources to find out who they are? Well, and the other thing is, is I don't really think that Biden, the Biden regime, really cares what the Maduro regime is doing because they do the same thing. I agree. So, yeah, yeah no, I don't think it's going to happen. I think we really need to vote these people out, get our America back the way it was before and and stop and stop this insanity. Um, and another thing, you know, Venezuela's economic collapse happened because of the left. And you know what? We're seeing the left destroy this country the same way. So, you know, people need to wake up to this. Uh, Democrats just are not good for America any way you slice it, whether it's economic, cultural, anything else. They just they're just toxic people. Yeah, it's uh, Debbie D'Souza. Go to 2000mules.com. What's interesting about what you just said was you and I have had many conversations on and off the air about uh, about Chavez. Because I looked at you one day and I said, Debbie, this is kind of an ugly, dumpy looking guy. It's not like he was some, you know, ever-fessant, uh, charisma-filled, look-like Elvis Presley dude uh, or Jimmy Dean. This is this is some guy that I wouldn't, you know, I look at him and go, okay, it's a normal guy. Uh, what was it about him? Was it like Hitler who was not that charismatic? It was... Uh, looking wise, but he was a charismatic speaker, that he was a very good liar. Like the left in this, the comparison I'm making is the left in this country are very, very good liars. They're really, really believable unless you've got a brain and really research and, and you're skeptical. Was, was Chavez just a really, really good liar? Because again, I don't look at him and go, wow, he could be the king of the world, this guy. He was an excellent liar. And he also used his ethnicity and background as a way to divide the country. Are there ethnic issues in Venezuela that I don't know about? Absolutely. Wow. You know, Hugo Chavez uh, toppled down the uh, Christopher Columbus statue Ugh. immediately. Um, he he really hated all of the white settlers of Venezuela. So he hates Europeans. He he hates Europeans. Yes. And he made it an issue. He absolutely made it. So an it's, issue. What, it's what we're doing here, because we're, today exactly. we're, we're hating on Europeans in this country. Exactly right. It's the same thing. I keep saying it over and over again. The Venezuelan left is exactly the same as the Venezuelan right. And the way they divided the country in Venezuela is exactly the same way that the Democrats are dividing this country. 
Tell me about Venezuela 40 years ago. And again, you you and I have spoken about this before. I've got about a minute and a half, two minutes left. Um, but if you don't mind, Venezuela 40 years ago, I would want to go and visit, right? I would want to go and hang out at the beaches. I'd want to go in and take part in the, in the culture and the society. I've seen pictures and videos from then. It was a really nice place. Jill, I've told you my background. My father was Venezuelan. My mother is from the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. So, and she's there now. She, she lives in Harlingen. Nice. Um, and when I came from Venezuela to Harlingen, I thought I was going to a third world country. Wow. That's wow. how different the, the, the societies were. That's how different just the city was. Um, you know, we had everything in Venezuela, in, in Caracas. We had all of your, you know, luxury amenities, every, everything. And then I came to the Rio Grande Valley, and it's a very poor part of Texas. Right. So I thought, what is, what's going on? Where, where did I go? So to answer your question, uh, Venezuela and, and really Caracas, which is where I was born, was a beautiful, prosperous country. People had, had cars. They had beautiful apartments, beautiful homes. Uh, you know, we uh, designers would go down there, Oscar de la Renta, you know, everybody was down there. It was a very cosmopolitan place. It really, it, it rivaled New York City, uh, wow. Caracas did. So to now see it in the state it's in, it's, it's just, just so, so sad. So, so sad. We need to learn the lessons of what happened to, to your former country. That's for sure. It's Debbie D'Souza. Go to 2000mules.com. Check out that movie. If you haven't seen it yet, make sure you do. You've got to have this information in your back pocket. Debbie, come back on as often as you can. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Joe. All right. We'll talk very soon. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We appreciate Debbie D'Souza coming on. Great information. If you haven't seen 2,000 Mules yet, stop talking about it until you see it. And stop believing the, the, the criticism that's out there because the debunk was not a debunk. They didn't debunk anything. Uh, also, information about Venezuela, you're not going to hear anywhere else. We're really glad that Debbie came on today. Make sure you stick around. Another big hour coming your way. We've got Tina Forty, who is running against AOC next hour. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pike Show.